Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unlocking the Magic. We are going to rate our favorite parts today. You just jumped right in there. But I did jump right in there. I didn't even expect that. Well, I was just going to take over for you for the intro there. All but right. we always get asked what our favorite parks are. And I have to say that mine change. Mine's not a constant, you know, this park's my favorite. And then it goes to two, three, four. And we just got back from our trip in February. And it changed again. So I wanted to give a 2017 version of our favorite parks and maybe go into a little bit of why. Uh, we just did a YouTube video over on YouTube and it was short. It was only about five or six minutes long. So maybe we can elaborate a little bit more on the podcast and kind of go into why not only why we picked the way that we picked but you know what the number four part can do on my list to uh, up its game a little bit and maybe get up to number one. Oh, cool i actually have a few things that i i, I wrote down as well just oh you did uh yeah you have a few things that you wrote down for the show good I, i'm here yes hi uh i'm glad that you'd like you would like to elaborate that's different you usually don't. You usually want to keep it short and sweet. That's true. Well, I didn't say I was going to go on forever. Oh, oh, that's not what this is. No. Oh, well, let me take some notes away. One, one second. Please. All right, all right. So, how do you want to do this? Let's start with your number. You want to start with number four or number one? Let's start off with number one. All right. So, what's your favorite? I kind of know what your favorite park is because that doesn't change for you. Although mine did change. Yeah, actually, it has not changed. I don't think it will change. I actually don't have the heart to change it. Let me just first say that rating parks is super difficult. It's like rating children. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel guilty about how, you know, these make the list. Because truthfully, they are all number ones to me. I mean, this is why I love Walt Disney World. I love, if you told me, you know, we're only going to Animal Kingdom this trip, I'd be perfectly happy with that. It's just, you know, you got to, I think it's fun to kind of see what our favorites are. And actually, I was thinking as we're doing this, it might be fun to have the kids on sometime. I would love to hear their opinion. That's true. And let me just clarify, we're doing the four major parks in Walt Disney World, not Disneyland or anything outside of the U.S. or water parks. All right. Thank you for clarifying. Because I I know that you probably had 17 on your list. It's true. So let's go. What's your number one? All right. So number one is Magic Kingdom. I feel like to me the magic kingdom truly feels like a magical place even though i'm getting older and older and we visit quite often in the back of my mind before we actually head to the park i always think is this going to be it is this going to be the day where i lose that magic feeling and you know you kind of take it for granted but no i i absolutely love it and i truly feel when i walk through the park and i'm walking down main street i really feel like this is the place where anything is possible. You can have any wish in the world, any dream, and it will it will it will happen. I do love walking down Main Street and looking at the names and the windows. And um, when you think of and somebody mentioned this to us before, when you think of Disney World, you think of the Magic Kingdom. True. Uh, well, at least I do. <laughs> I don't I mean, know. I do too, but it's still not my number one. You definitely think of Cinderella. But let's go into why. Give us a couple examples of what what is your favorite thing to do there. What's your favorite attraction? And. Uh, you know, give a little bit deeper in that. I'm not used to this kind of Bruce. He wants more details from me. This is this is awesome. Well, I'm I'd so say excited. go on forever. Okay, You're okay. mistaking my give a couple details for 
give four long-winded answers that I got to cut you off from. All right, all right, all right. Sorry. Well, first of all, let me just say Cinderella Castle is that iconic piece in the Magic Kingdom that still takes my breath away. It's still something that I get super excited to see from the distance. And then walking down Main Street, I'm like that nine-year-old kid again, jumping and skipping down Main. So there's that. You do always want to stop and take a photo every single time. Literally every single time. And it's not even just a photo. Guys, it's like a photo shoot. I feel so bad. (laughs) For the people behind us? For the people behind us. Because I literally take up all the photographer's time in trying to get that perfect shot. They're pretty cool with it, though. They are, I have to say, they are the most amazing people on earth. I mean, they are so patient and so happy. And maybe, I don't know, maybe they're seeing my enthusiasm makes their day too, I guess. I don't know. But I, you know, I have so many pictures and don't be embarrassed. Do whatever. Have fun. Um, so that there's that. And just being in this park and I think what really connects me a lot with my childhood in this park happens to be Tomorrowland a lot. It's not Fantasyland. It's at, it's not Adventureland. There's something about Tomorrowland that really connects me with Walt Disney. Seeing his classic attractions, Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress, really makes me feel like I'm connected with Walt Disney and my childhood. I'm just brought back seeing the people mover and obviously you know how much I love Space Mountain. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Favorite attraction at Magic Kingdom that you that's not Space Mountain. Okay, fair like enough. You could only, uh, let me put it this way. Not favorite okay. attraction. That's I don't like that term. Why? Um, I don't know. I just don't like that term. Okay. Because I know Space Mountain's your favorite attraction, so it's like <laughs> second best. All right. Let me just put it this way. If you're could only if you you're going to the Magic Kingdom, okay. and you can only go on one ride, one attraction, it's not Space Mountain, though. Okay. <laughs> Which one would you choose? All right. You know, that might happen too because i don't know the older i get the more dizzy i get off when i get off of space mountain so um i'm gonna have to say it's something very very simple and it's the people mover so that's your one attraction absolutely without a single doubt i love it i love it too well i'm glad so all right did i go on and on too much that was good i thought that was pretty good so can i go on longer or is that good that's good i'll go on to mine now my number one is hollywood studios yes and I have a hard time with Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios go back and forth between number one. I, I do think of Magic Kingdom as the classic. And when you think of Walt Disney World, you think of the Magic Kingdom. But to me, Hollywood Studios is just our style. It's our slow down pace. It has my favorite attraction of all time, Tower of Terror. And it has great dining options that I enjoy. And not only that, but it's it's like the movie feel. of What we love, we love the Star Wars movies. We love family movie night. And we always get psyched for our Disney trips. And we did a whole podcast episode about getting psyched for your Walt Disney World trip, the movies you should watch. And it reminds me of our family time at night, watching movies and just kind of hanging out and walking around. And it has that slowed down vibe that we like. And the atmosphere is just super enjoyable to me. And I'd love the Tower of Terror. Did I mention that already? I don't know. I don't think you did. And I'm excited for the new things that are coming out. Uh, Star Wars Land, Toy Story Land. I think those are going to be humongous. And it just makes me feel happy. It's my happy place being there. I absolutely have to agree with you, and that's why this is so hard. It's almost—it's like rating your children because it's so hard. They're all so incredible. But Hollywood Studios made my number two. I absolutely am obsessed with the feel, the whole, the old Hollywood glitz and glamour, that just incredible feeling you get when you're there. And again, with the whole magic, it's, it's sort of like, you know, these 
the studio just comes alive. I just love everything about it. There's nothing I don't love about it, actually. I love the street shows, the street performers as well. I feel the street performers at Hollywood Studios are different than the street performers at Magic Kingdom. The Magic Kingdom is more about singing and dancing and a show. The street performers is more acting and like the old world acting and interacting with the audience more. I like that as a street performance. I always get excited when I see uh, the street performers performing their acts in the middle of the street while people were walking into the park. And um, you only embarrass us a little bit. I have to say, this is the one park that I absolutely love going in right in the early morning opening because they do the whole red carpet rollout thing and you can kind of announce your, they announce you and you kind of walk down the red carpet if you're brave enough to do so, and you can embarrass your family, and it's just amazing. And these change for me. If you'd asked me two, three years ago, Epcot might have been up there. You're right. But now, I don't know. It's not up there anymore. Well, you know, I was thinking about that, and before we started recording, I remember you had said, what would you have done to change any of the parks? So back to the Magic Kingdom real quick. I just want to say, the one thing that I had wanted to change always for years i always said i wish there was a place we could go in the magic kingdom and sort of have like a picnic and just kind of sit there and just marvel i did say that i don't think i ever said it on air or it was way before the podcast started but they actually did do include that now so that really it's it's just puts the icing on the cake for me to get a coffee at starbucks and uh, on a nice sunny day go sit on the grass there and just kind of sometimes it's the it's the best spot to watch the the midday performances as well. It really is. It's just, not as close to the castle, so you're not going to be right up front. But you just lay on the, you lay down on the grass there, and you just kind of relax, drink your coffee, and enjoy the time. And I saw uh, some people like spread out sleeping. Yeah, they were I mean, laying bring down. Bring, sheet, bring your bed sheets from your hotel room. Just kind of lay out them. I mean, I there. get it. You're paying all this money. You don't want to sleep, but I mean, it just looked so incredibly relaxing. I don't know. Sometimes at two o'clock, I just want to take a nap instead of driving all the way back to the hotel. Right. Maybe you just take a nap right there. Exactly. There's not a better spot than that, especially so they, if it's like. 70 degrees it's not that hot out so you're maybe not going to go back to the pool it's a perfect spot right so i'm so thankful that they did that and they kind of got in my head and <laughs> i'm sure they did it just for me right yeah i think they, I think they listened to you and said hey you know what connie had a good idea she had Let's a do great that. idea well, yeah. magic kingdom was my number two okay but we've explained to you know i've already explained why i love the magic kingdom but that's on my list of number two and those swap I don't think Magic Kingdom for me will ever be number one because I feel like it's cliche to say that Magic Kingdom is number one. You know what? I was thinking a lot about this, and I think it's because you did not experience Magic Kingdom when you were a child. I I didn't. I I didn't experience much when I was a child. You poor unfortunate soul. Um, (laughs) It's true, though. I feel so bad. But I think that that's key. I think that if – well, I don't know. I'd love to hear from our – from our friends to see what they think so i love seeing what people's one through four because everybody's is different people like have um some surprise you and you think they're gonna like one thing and they like epcot or i um, mean it, it changes it it, it it really changes i don't think this could be a set list like forever unless right. you maybe have magic kingdom number one like you're you're in magic kingdom being number one is probably never going to change but you're right. th- two through four is always changing true True. I just think I just really think that that might be it. I think it's because you didn't go and 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 live. You know, you didn't visit when you were a kid, so you can't relive those childhood memories like I can. So that kind of adds to the whole feel of Magic Kingdom. So maybe that's the the reason. I don't know. I'd love to hear from our listeners to see what they what their thoughts on that. Like if you have if you're listening and you did not get a chance to go when you were a kid only like in the, yeah d- does that mean the magic kingdom isn't necessarily your number one i'm just curious because i feel like 
that's the number one for everyone. I, I wonder know. if our kids will go, will say Magic Kingdom's number one. I know that's why I want to have them on the show. I don't I'm think so... they would. I think they, they one of them I know would say Animal Kingdom. You think? Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yes, the oldest one's definitely going to say Animal yes, Kingdom. She loves the Animal Kingdom. Uh, our middle yeah. child's probably going to say Hollywood Studios or Epcot or Magic right. Kingdom. Exactly. And the third one's a crapshoot. You never so, know what she's going to say. So we really don't know anything. Depends on what the lines are like. <laughs> we don't know anything. We can't. We can't figure. She's going to say, "What's your favorite park?" And uh, out of the four, and she's going to say, "What are our fast passes?" <laughs> well, I will say. It's so true. So I will say with Hollywood Studios, I really, you know, obviously they're going through the expansion now and they're adding all these things. The one thing I hope they don't add is, um, they, that they don't take away rather, is I hope they don't take away that whole studio vibe that they have. I really, really thought when I was a kid that they filmed movies there. And I know that they've filmed some, but I really thought that that was it. Like when they actually came up to you with the you know, whether you're walking down the red car, I really thought you were being filmed. So I hope that that spark still stays there somehow. It's going to be hard because they have the two separate parts. Like the front part was the theme park and the right. back part was the working studio. And with Toy Story Land and Star Wars Land coming, I feel like they're combining those two a little bit and hopefully not too much. I think though, with the removal of the hat and having the Chinese theater now being again the centerpiece. like well, when there's not a stage show. When there's not a stage show. The Chinese theater is again now the centerpiece like it used to be. I think that that might have give a little key to the future, hopefully. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Because... Yeah, well, I, I only remember it with the hat. And, oh, uh, right. When it came down, I was a little bit sad. Really? I, it, it, the hat symbolized to me Hollywood Studios. But we... You know, as I see it more and more without the hat, I'm like, you know what? What the hat? What the heck was that hat ever doing? <laughs> it so, looks so much better when you see the Chinese theater as you walk down, kind of like what you see with the castle when you walk into uh, the Magic Kingdom. I agree with you a hundred percent. All right, so what's your your number three? Okay, so my number three got switched recently, and now my number three is you got bumped up. That's a ru- that's a running joke in this family, by the way. You can feel free to do it in your house. We bump up our kids up and down all the time. Yeah, <laughs> the favorite. Depending anyway. on what they're doing. Yeah, what their behavior. <laughs> it's all about like. what they can do for us. So anyway, that's true. this is <laughs> the Animal Kingdom. I had so much fun. You know, maybe low expectations. I don't know, but every time we've gone to the Animal Kingdom in the past, I didn't. I want. I don't want to say I didn't have the best time, but it wasn't. The most memorable thing, you know, the most memorable park. I remember always being hot and there's a lot of walking in the animal kingdom. So I never really felt that completely satisfied. But this particular trip, maybe it was my low expectations. I don't know. But I really, truly got to enjoy the park as a whole. And I feel like I got to slow down a little bit. And everything we talk about on the show is, you know, based on you try to slow down so you can appreciate the little things. I think that now with uh, with the animal kingdom closing a little bit later... It allowed me to do that. Definitely. There's, and this yeah. is my number three, actually, too. So ours is the Yes, same we agree. Yeah. Okay. But I think that's exactly it. With it closing later, you feel like not as rushed. Exactly. So you don't feel that bad, you know, going into some of these areas and viewing the animals and really slowing down and taking your time to appreciate the little things. I don't think, you know, we spent, I think this was the first time, and we've been, We've been in, we've been visiting Animal Kingdom plenty, but this was really the first time that we actually got to see the Tree of Life and every single carving on there. Yes, and actually stop and look at it and point and, out the different carvings to the children and say, and some of them didn't even know were there. Oh my goodness, we did not. I mean, I know that I saw some things for the first time. And it was the first time too where usually Animal Kingdom would close at six. Right. And we'd 
this would be the only time where we would go to a park and try to get there as it opened. And now with it closing later, we didn't have to do that. So we could get into more of our routine. We get more of our routine. You didn't feel as rushed. You still got to see it all. I mean, there was really nothing we didn't miss. And just the pace was a lot better for us and our family. I feel like everyone got to get along better. You know, when you're rushed and you're cranky, you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't help the whole family vibe thing. Everyone kind of gets cranky or, you know, one person's yelling, they want to go on one attraction and it just kind of, I don't know, changes. We should do this for the kids. And I'm going to ask you this question now. What, okay. What's your favorite attraction at, at Animal, I mean, yeah, Animal Kingdom, not Everest. Not, oh yeah. We <laughs> do that because every, every park has that one signature like That's Space Mountain true. or... Uh, the Tower of Terror for me, or right. Everest, right. or Epcot is probably Soarin' or uh, right, Test right. Track. Yeah. You should eliminate that one and then say okay. what your second one is. All right, that's good. That's so a what's good your, one. what's your favorite attraction at the Animal Kingdom that's not Everest? I pretty much know what it is, but let's let the listeners decide. Okay, well, it's obviously Dinosaur. Right. <laughs> and really, it's not even just because the attraction itself is intense or whatever. It's just, it's just so much fun. It really makes you feel like you're in a time machine. And you're going back. Hurt my back a little bit this time. It did hurt your back a little bit. I got to figure out what people do to, to make sure that, you know, you can get on there. I was holding those bars like there's no tomorrow too. Kind of pushing <laughs> so it wasn't flopping all around. I just, I have so much fun on this attraction. I love the whole queue beforehand. I just love that area. I love hanging out there. And again, I didn't feel rushed this trip. So I really got to slow down and see everything in the queue. I absolutely love it. And so now with the nighttime, I mean, it just changes. And Pandora opening. It might get bumped up to number two if this is Pandora is pretty good. It was we really... were talking about that too is that Pandora is opening. But our our kids kind of only know Pandora from Animal Kingdom. Right. Like they don't know the movie. So they're, they're, they don't correlate the two. Like they think that the Avatar movie was from Disney. Right. Even though it's not. It's like the opposite. So maybe, I don't know, maybe should we have them? We asked this too. Should we have them watch the movie? Before we go see the land or should we have them go see the land then watch the movie? Because my philosophy has always been, you know, watch films, get excited and then go on your Disney vacation. That's half the fun is the countdown and getting prepared. But I don't know on this one. I'm yeah, stumped. I don't, know. I don't know. Maybe they're going to watch that movie and be like, well, I don't want to go there now. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the movie came out 10 years ago and it was really super high tech 10 years ago. But the technology that they used then is like everyday movies has now. You know, I was just thinking like You can't go to the movies now without one of the movies oh, right. like being 3D. Exactly. We, 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 right. We've grown... Technology has grown so quickly that our kids don't really know the difference anymore. I mean, they are... Like, they're... think about that. 10 years ago, like, did... The, it was like an iPhone 1. <laughs> right. Like, you had a flip phone, practically. Right. It was crazy to think that technology then compared to what it... it like, now you see that movie and you're like, yeah, it's okay. Back then, you were like, oh, my God, that's the best I remember movie seeing it in the theater and being blown away. Yeah, now that's what you expect from movies. If right. It if it's not like that, you're like, this movie stinks. Right. right. Um, so I, I wonder what the land is going to be like. I'm excited to see that, and I'm excited for the kids to actually get to see and enjoy that part of the, the attraction at Animal Kingdom. And maybe this that'll move Animal Kingdom for me up to number two. Although, I don't know if it could outtake... Hmm, here's what's going to have to happen, because I can't have it outtake the Magic Kingdom. Oh, no. So Magic Kingdom would I'm have to be number one. Then Hollywood Studios, to me, can't fall to number three. So I'm sorry, Animal Kingdom, you're stuck at number three. No, oh, no. Well, I have to say, I one of the things I, I didn't mention earlier that I love is the fact that the Animal Kingdom gets us all connected as a family. Like, we all start talking and, you know. We do? 
Yeah, we start reading about. I mean, the, we do. <laughs> the kids start reading about the different types of animals, and you know, it does feel pretty educational. It does, and it just—I don't know—it just brings us together, and we have these convers- great conversations. I remember being waiting in line in the queue of dinosaur and talking about what they think m- may have happened to the dinosaurs, and I just love just getting in their minds like that. I really do, and I feel like that's really the true essence of of our Disney vacation. It kind of reminds you of the way you walk around the showcase at Epcot, the different lands. Yes. So Animal Kingdom kind of has that vibe. It brings you into the different lands. Right. Real world lands. Right. Just like Epcot does. Oh, and the other thing I love about it too is the live music. That we were, remember we were eating lunch and there was just, um, there was one cast member who was playing, I don't know what type of instrument it was, but he was so incredibly talented. Yeah, they for, are pretty unique instruments. I didn't even, I thought it was coming through the speaker, like just music they had playing. And then I turned around and it was him and he was playing this incredible instrument. I just was floored. But one thing I want to say is I thought it was cute as our oldest mentioned that um, how Animal Kingdom was supposed to, the intent was to have mythical creatures as well. And so on the benches, you'll see like a dragon with wings. Right. And so we started talking about that and how Pandora is essentially, I mean, those are mythical creatures. So maybe... Well, they're not real? Um, Not that I am aware of. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. That's Did I just ruin it for you? Yeah, that, that kind of disappoints me a little. So I thought she said, she said, Mom, now they're getting their... real banshees in there. <laughs> she said, Mom, they're getting their mythical creatures in. I said, oh, That's pretty maybe observant. that was the plan all along. When did Avatar come out? Ten years ago. Interesting. I don't think it was the plan all along. I don't know. I think that they've been trying to do this for a while. Oh, Bruce, what's your favorite attraction other than Everest? Thanks for asking, Connie. Um, mine is, I would say before this last trip, it was Safari. And I don't know what changed with me with Safari. I, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. I always I, do. I know. Actually, air. I got corrected that I was wrong this week. That's true. <laughs> a couple times. And I used to be on the Safari. And Connie says no. But I feel like the drivers used to be a little bit more Oh, my goodness. Funny. We're going to have this conversation all over again. And they were really dry this last time. Oi. It was like, okay. there's the rhinos. Driving along. There's the cheetah. Well, we're In crossing the... the bridge. Okay. I think you... Okay. I... Am I wrong? I think you may be. But I'm wrong. I don't I, think listen, they were. I remember going on there and the dry and laughing because the driver was telling okay, jokes. Okay, maybe and, like and some like, subtle kind of like jokes. The, what the Jungle Cruise. Does. No, the Jungle Cruise is really like a real show and sarcastic. And I thought there was some drivers like that. All right. Well, and I... this time it wasn't, so it got bumped down. So I don't know. I think Dinosaur is out for me because it hurts my back. <laughs> Safari was on the list, but it's not anymore. Okay. Hmm. I don't know what what would be my favorite attraction other than that. I'll take take as long as you need. I'm gonna right. say Safari still. I still think the Safari is my favorite one. I do too, and I think that getting to see it when the sun goes down is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like you time it right. So this was still this was before the whole uh, daylight savings change. So around what, what time were we on there? Like six o'clock. Sounds right. The sun was going down just a little bit, and it was just incredible. The flamingos and the oh, I just love you it. love flamingos. I, Every time we talk about that, you point out the flamingos. Why do I love flamingos so much? It's so weird. I don't know, but I'm surprised we don't have pink flamingos in our front yard. I might have to lawn yard. Do something I say lard, front lard. I think you did. Well, uh, all right. Now let's go on to sad Aww. little guy all the way at the end at number four. I know. I don't like favorite. this. I don't know why we did this show today, actually. Listen, I'm not afraid. I'm calling out Epcot. <laughs> You're not afraid? I'm not sad about this whatsoever. Okay. Well, listen, you know what? I know that on the YouTube channel, we talked about Epcot and things that, you know, we wish were there or whatever. And But I was starting to list everything I love about Epcot, and it really got my, me thinking that I don't know if it deserves to be number four. I really don't. I what, think, does it should be five? 
number five. No, I don't know. Typhoon Lagoon hopped these, over it. These are all my number ones. I can't pick a favorite Fantasia? child. I can't pick the a golf favorite. place. <laughs> um. All right. So f- number four. Why? So this is obviously your number four. Why is it number four for you? All right. Well. Can I list all the things that I like about it before saying why it's at the bottom of the list? Of course, but it's still at the bottom of the list. Oh, this is so hard. Okay, all right, so well, let's, let's, let's list out some of the things you love about it. Right, I absolutely love Spaceship Earth. I, I know you do love Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth. I can seriously sit on this attraction the entire time. Like, I don't even have to get off. I can just be in that attraction all day and hang out. The history of communications, that's where it takes you in through. It's so educational. It's just so... I don't know. It's it never ceases to amaze me how much I love this attraction. I think that going so many times, you you kind of know what to expect in the attraction, but it's still so neat. The There's audience- a video on YouTube too of oh, them is. making the Spaceship Earth uh, dome. It's pretty pretty interesting. The geodesic dome. Yes, you should definitely watch that video. There's like a dude standing on way at the top. <laughs> there is somebody like, at the top. My knees are starting to tingle as I'm watching him on my computer. Let's just be honest, though. Geodesic dome, like that whole style. That is not only fun to say, but that screams my 80s childhood. Makes me sound, makes me feel smart when I say that. That's why I said it three times. (laughs) But um, it definitely is something that I remember as a kid and being fascinated. I have some old school pictures. The golf ball, you mean? The golf ball. Yeah, that's what the kids say. Listen, you know, the kids say it and we don't correct them sometimes because I truly don't want to take that away from them i think it's so cute and keep them young as Epicot. long as possible i mean i guess it'll be weird when they're like i don't know 17 yeah and they oh, call it be weird if they're 27 coming with us and they call it epicot i mean they can come with us but i'm not paying <laughs> that's true like, yes. that, like i don't mind my kids coming with me i want to go with them but i'm not paying for them like, at what point does that have to, can i not pay for them anymore i don't know it depends on what they do for us actually we kind of make them pay for themselves now that's true which is kind of awesome yeah another story all right so did we get into any of your reasons why you love it oh spaceship earth what else So spaceship earth i actually do have this um photos from when i was a kid and it's actually the same whole get up but the whole audio animatronics has not changed but again it's something that i absolutely love <laughs> um i love the land i, yes, love, I love the land being as well. in there and i i i think i took a long video of this trip actually um of living with the land that we did and i just Again, another attraction that's super educational. Gets the kids talking. It's just what I love about it. Um, Dining. I mean, before the whole Disney Springs thing, I think Disney Springs now has really changed, has been a game changer with dining in all of Walt Disney World. I feel like so many great restaurants are now at Disney Springs that it kind of takes away from the park. So, but I, but I still think Epcot's the place to be for food. Yes. Um, now the kids would say Frozen Ever After, for sure. Yes. Although we didn't get to experience it, sad. Um, they said that it was an amazing attraction and that the audio animatronics there were just so lifelike. And actually, I know they enjoyed it because during the video they took, they were giggling the whole time. They were. In awe. Yeah. So, and actually that video came out pretty amazing. It did come out amazing. So, I, I think... That whole thing. Illuminations, I know that we recorded live when we were there. Illuminations. A few people said, eh, it doesn't look that great. Like, is it any, anybody to listen? It's not Wishes, um, but right. it's still an incredible show. It definitely wishes you can watch on a video and get the full experience. Uh, right. 
that whole goosebump feeling. Yeah, Illuminations is not. Right. You have to be there in order to enjoy it because it goes around the whole showcase. It goes around the whole showcase, but it's it's something about being on that lake and just really seeing it with your own eyes just enhances the experience. Right. So I think that obviously, you know, I think Epcot needs to change in certain ways, but I do still love the World Showcase. I absolutely, I, speaking of eating, the World Showcase is one of my favorite places to go browse and shop. We go shopping in the when we're in China or Morocco. I have so much fun hanging out and trying different things with the kids. You don't even have to spend any money. You can just go browse. And it's, it's pretty still. fun putting on the hats from the different countries. And taking funny <laughs> in pictures. Mexico, in the Mexico Pavilion, yeah. I know that you love the sombreros. The huge sombrero and giant <laughs> Chinese hat there. I don't know what it's called. It's just so much fun. But, so uh, I do yeah. love that. The Epcot, too. The quick service Epcot at the Japan land is unbelievable. At the Japan land? Yes. <laughs> Japan land. Japan land. I know. I... I think that's why when I was writing all these down of things, the reasons why I love Epcot was really kind of... All right, so why is it number four then? Well, I think it's number four because there's just been so many things changing in the other parks that it's. I think Epcot has yet to evolve, although I hate change. I think Epcot is the one park that has changed in the years since I was a kid, but not for the better. Like I feel like it removed some of that true spark that it used to have. Like When I was a kid, I remember going there with truly wide eyes thinking this is the place where they come up with all these great things that are going to happen for us in the future and you kind of got your imagination going and you got to kind of feel and see all these incredible things and now i feel like it kind of that got muted a little bit yeah like ellen's energy adventure is fun but it needs updating yeah and i think just what the what that used to be was better than what it is now you do I get you. Okay. So I think that's what I feel like Epcot. And I do think they're going to do something with it. Well, they've it. introduced all these festivals, the Flower and Garden Festival, the well, Food and Wine true. Festival. Um, but it's, it's those are temporary things. But see, those to me are part of the World Showcase. I don't you know, feel like that is ne- is needed in, in inventions. Like I want to see more of the things that I remember when I was a kid of there. The, what Walt originally thought Epcot was going to be with like this futuristic world where everything was... Yeah, like uh, I want to see the flying cars. The technology was on the cutting edge. Exactly. Like I want to go to Epcot and I want to go into a You want to see the monorail come into the park with no bottom. <laughs> yes. Like it's just hovering around the park. Exactly. Right, I get you. You know what I mean? Like a model of And I can that. do it with a little less food and wine. Yeah, I think the that... The Flower that... Garden is our style. I like the... F- the Flower and Garden to me is a more family oriented. Uh, yeah, festival and I think that the it's food and wine festival. It's absolutely breathtaking. The pictures online don't do it just do do any justice. When you're there, it's I don't know how they grow flowers like that, Bruce. But and I have to say, the one thing the Disney and Pixar shorts that they added that is true. Where Captain EO used to be is phenomenal. You have to go see that. Give that a chance. Yes, that yes. should be something that they should be more of. And I think they should do more of. Um, maybe have a little bit more Walt in the park. Maybe that's a good idea, yeah. Maybe have more of that. But I think, like you said, having, you know, a floating monorail or, you yeah, know, that'd just... Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> I think that that's what I'm looking for and craving because that's what I remember Epcot when I was a kid. I remember being just floored and fascinated and couldn't wait for the future. Now I kind of feel like, oh, I want the future to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite things about Epcot are I, I love the land. Um, I love the showcase. I love the food there. You know, test, test Track to me is okay. Uh, Mission Space is okay. Um, Ellen's Energy Adventure is okay. I think feel like that they, they've. I kind like of, Ellen's Energy. <laughs> I know. I, I I'm not saying I don't like it, but yeah. they I know could definitely do an updated version of that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, and same with I feel like I hear you on the whole Test Track thing. I know I'm, we're gonna get so much 
for the, saying this, but I don't feel like it's what I, I, I get the whole. There's a lot of hype with that attraction. Yeah. I don't know if, if you told me I did not have a fast pass and I had to wait 90 minutes. I don't, I think I would skip it. There's certain attractions like space mountain that has the aura about it or Everest. Um, right. Or the dinosaur. And like test track to me just doesn't do that. Yeah. Although when I'm on it, that few seconds, it's pretty fun. I can't help but not laugh. Yeah, that's true. The kids were laughing because the Disney Channel did. Uh, they had the Disney Channel stars there, and they tried to do a challenge where they couldn't laugh or smile while on the attraction test track. And I think only two of them didn't laugh or smile, which was hilarious. A cute little video. I know. I watch that's the funny. Disney Channel. I am weird. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's wrap. So give us your All one right. through four real quick. So Number one. So um, the Magic Kingdom... Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, Epcot. So mine is Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, which got bumped up. Bumped up. Epcot, which got bumped down. Aww. So tell us yours. Info at unlockingthemagic.com is our email or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash unlockingthemagic. We want to hear your list. One through four, the top parks, Walt Disney World, not excluding, not including the water parks. Not excluding or including. Which one is it? Not including. Okay. <laughs> Exclude them. Don't include them. All right. If you're heading to Disney soon, head out. Head over to Enchanted-Escapes.com, our preferred travel partner. And this is the pretty cool part about Enchanted Escapes. And I didn't know about Disney Travel Agents that they do all the work for you and doesn't cost you any money. You weren't doing any of the work beforehand. Let's just be honest. I know, but it you were complaining about it a lot. Okay. And it was kind of annoying. You don't and have to do that. now we don't have to do that. I just email our travel agent. Be like, hey, this is what we want to do. This is where we want to eat. These are the rides we want to go on. And they take care of it all for you. And do all the work, and it doesn't cost you a penny. So head over to Enchanted-Escapes.com and uh, get that. And also, our cruise is coming up, and they're helping us with our cruise. If you want to go cruising with us in April of 2018, unlockingthemagic.com forward slash cruise. Spots are filling up for that. So definitely, if you're thinking about that or on the fence, go over there, put your deposit down, and join us on the cruise. I think it's going to be a great time. Angela Jones, thank you for posting on Facebook. She posted this week, we are cruising with you. And she said, super excited. Is it too early to start the countdown? And I'm just going to say, it is not too early to start the countdown. Let the countdown begin. I'm not counting down yet. Oh, I lost you. Well, Angela, you and I will I'm going to get discouraged so far. (laughs) It's not that far. I am super excited. So thank you guys. Come on, let's have some fun yeah a couple other things our youtube channel is launched now uh, we'll be adding these short videos kind of like the podcast but a little bit shorter more concise to the point uh <laughs> youtube uh, mad- unlocking the mad.com forward slash youtube and our live show on monday nights i mean that's gonna be that's pretty fun we get to hang out with you guys talk see what's going on and uh, our behind the scenes footage of us recording the podcast you know what happens before the podcast in the middle when we stop we make mistakes the edits and at the end, you get to see all of that over on Patreon. So if you're a Patreon member with us, uh, we're putting up the behind the scenes of the podcast. So if you really want the what the podcast is really like and how we record it, you're definitely going to want to hop over there on Patreon. So if you just go to patreon.com and just search Unlocking the Magic for that. Awesome. All right, that's going to do said. it for us. Anything else, Connie? <laughs> that's it. What were we going to say? I don't know. I just, you, you did your job. You did good, pretty good. Excellent. Thank you so much <laughs> for telling me I did pretty good, Connie. You're welcome. Let's see. Let's see how I do next week. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) We'll see you.